The Quakes are going to be great this season. Well, Bay Area, stand up and let's be heard. This is something that's been created by the people, for the people. No more This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquake related. This is Aftershock. Vamos San Jose. I know what everyone's going to say, but I'm actually not really too mad with the results or how we played. Obviously, the result sucks and how we played wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination but it wasn't terrible it's just frustrating that we have to say that every game and every podcast i have to say that let's start with the negatives of the game for me personally my first and probably biggest one is i i just don't even think marie was playing i don't remember seeing him i feel like every time something was happening it usually came down yule side but it was and I say Yule side because I feel like either Marie was high up or just like not in the play. I don't, I don't know where he was. I just don't remember seeing him at that game except when he got subbed out for Will Richmond. That's the only time I like really remember seeing him. The other problem in the game was Espinoza. I, I, I hate to say it, but it might be time to retire Espinoza on the right side, left side. I think he really suits us best if we play a two-striker system and we have him up top with someone else and he's running at people. I just think on the wing, it's not helping us as much anymore, or we need to find a way to start him a little bit deeper or just find him more because it's just, we're not getting it to him and it hasn't been effective since Vaco has left. And it's really hurting us to have a DP player just not be effective when we know one-on-one there's very few, if any defenders and goalkeepers beating him. So I don't know if he needs to move to the bench, but I think in a two striker system, he would be elite. All right. Time for the big elephant in the room, the Yule center back experiment. I see Almeida's point, and I do think Yule could be a good center back. And I think offensively, it has really been helping us, especially to get some of the other players into the midfield. And then I think his, his spring in the ball has been really good, except for, I guess, they're at the start of the second half. You saw him hit a lazy ball, and then they got a counter, but JT came up big defensively though he is just still really lost and it's oh man it sucks because the few minutes he was in midfield i really saw him orchestrating people which was really great to see especially from your captain but yeah i it's tough because i want to give it time to flourish but we don't have eight games to lose to start to have somewhat decent results from a player that's our captain and leading our back line and it's especially frustrating when you have Tanner Beeson as an option, who was fantastic for us. Obviously, Nothan is out right now, but when he comes back too, I you got to figure out how to sort all of that. And at this point right now, I mean, it's just one game. And I mean, he kind of had a stinker last game, but he, we know he can be a quality player. But when you have Nothan, you got Calvo. Calvo was caught ball watching on the first play. But other than that, I think he's been doing great for us. Offensively, I've really liked him and Marcus Lopez together. I think they are uh, really calm on the ball. That's been really good to see. He's coming to big tackles. Everyone messes up. We don't get everything perfect, right? But when they're all healthy, it's hard to see defensively starting Yule above all of them. 
Uh, on to the Earthquake's eternal problem, which is our strikers. Jabo, I, I don't think he's playing bad per se. It just looks like he's not with us. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it, it, it's like he's playing his own game. And that's not like his fault at all. It's just, I don't know if it's chemistry or his style of play just isn't linking up with us. Or I think it's a lot of, we just don't get to create chances in the final third a lot. And I think that's where he really strives. So we don't really give him a lot of opportunities to shine, especially in the second game when we went down a man. And then the first game wasn't very pretty at all. It was a lot of counterattacks. I just, we aren't utilizing him right. And it's really tough because it's just, he's standing between the center backs and he's doing a good job of drawing them, but either an attacking mid isn't there or the winger's doing something, or we just send in a cross and hope he's going to get on the end of it. So finding out how we can utilize Jabo or maybe putting someone else up there or changing the formation again to maybe have Espinoza up there with him or Benji up there with him, who I thought was great, by the way. That's really what we're going to have to look for for these next few weeks, really seeing how we can utilize Jabo. My biggest pet peeve of the game was the midfield. I thought Grey Goosh, Chofis, some of those did a really good job of switching the ball a lot of time. But two of the problems were sometimes, and Danielle Slayton, credit to her, made a really good point of it on the broadcast. They're taking too many touches. Sometimes they're taking too long. Maybe play a little bit quicker. My biggest gripe, though, was when they received the ball, it never went forward. It never went forward. They never took the chance to churn, even if they had space. I don't know if that's a communication thing or if they're just too scared. But we need midfielders that are willing to do that, especially Grey Goosh and Chofis and Montero. I know he didn't play. Remedy, I could see a little bit more because his job is to be defensive-minded. But we have to move the ball forward. And if you go back and watch the game, one thing, another thing that killed us is a lot of time, and I saw a lot on the left side, even though we played on the right a lot more, Marcos Lopez would get the ball, and then it'd go to Benji, and then we would play a midfielder. But then we wouldn't play Benji back, or we wouldn't play Richmond back or we wouldn't play through the midfield, and there's just giant spaces there if we're just willing to communicate and churn. Obviously, don't do a blind churn or a flat pass, but it's open. We're there. We just got to be willing to risk and take that. It's the same problem we have in the final third. We're just crossing in. We need more players to take it on like Buddha. We need more players to take on one-on-ones like Benji. We need to see more of this bravery. Now onto the positives. My first one of the games, I loved what I saw from Benji. Taking players one-on-one, being a big presence, getting in the box, shooting, or at least, you know, attempting. We didn't really have any great shots from that game. But really being a presence, I think Benji deserves a starting spot next week. I, I know he might get dropped for Montero. I think Montero should be back in the starting lineup for sure next week. But it's you've got to look at Espinosa. You've got to look at what Marie was doing. And you've got to look how Yule played. And realistically, one of them's got to be dropped for Benji off after his performance. Now, I don't know what's happening in practice. And obviously, there's tactics. So you can't just pick literally the best 11. We see what happens with PSG. Doesn't work out too well. You need to have balance in the squad. And we'll actually get to a point about that later. But it's hard to not play Benji. And honestly, I think Tommy Thompson makes a strong case for going to right back. I know he's my favorite player, but... He's been doing well in his few minutes there. And Marie goes back to his hot and cold stages when he's hot. Yeah, he makes a few mistakes, but it's overall pretty good. But when it's cold, like games like this, both physically and metaphorically, it it was freezing in Philadelphia. But I wasn't there, but it was freezing. (laughs) But it's you got to look at it and you got to reward the hot players. Again, the side to side play was great. And the switching and some of the creativity we're starting to see from the midfield is really good, but we're getting a little stagnant. We need to be a little bit quicker and it needs to go 
forward. A lot of promising individual moments, but we need to work as a team and consistently. You can't have in the 23rd, then the 35th, and the 85th. Obviously, there's going to be bigger moments of the game, but it can't just be certain spurts and then the rest is long ball counterattacks. Now, if that's our tactics, let's sit further back on defense and go defense-minded first and then use our pace on the counterattacks. But if it's sometimes counter, sometimes this, it can be a little frustrating. Now, I don't think that's what Almeida is doing, but I think that's just what the players are giving him right now. And again, I don't think it's necessarily anyone's fault. We just need to gel more. And it's, it's frustrating to say that because we had a preseason. We didn't play any MLS teams. And it's X number year in his contract. But there's somewhat new players, but a lot of returners. So it's, it's building an identity and building a system that we can call ours, whether it's right or wrong. We can then argue that. And it's a tough job as a coach because you're always just going to be yelled at, but it's, it, we got to find something. I love, 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 love that the new kids got to run. Absolutely loved it. We'll start with Will Richmond. I thought he doesn't look like he's like supersonic fast, but he looked very pacey willing to play at a high pace, looking to move forward. And I love some of his abilities. He really got his head up and was looking around the pitch. You can even see it on his first play. It ended up being a turnover, but I like that sliced ball into the middle. It's a good idea. He came back, we played defense. Obviously you're a young guy and it's early on. So they're going to try a little bit harder and they're really trying to make an imprint. But I really liked what I saw from Richmond. Chikaris, I also liked. Really picked out his spots, especially good for a 16 year old. Obviously a little bit smaller, but he was still going in for the challenges. Didn't look scared at all. Looked excited to be out there. And he was doing a good job of drifting into positions that would overload sections, which I know Almeida is a big fan of. But the problem is when he was moving into those sections, it really seemed like if the team were to move around him, it would have been really effective. But you have to realize as a 16-year-old and at the professional level, teams aren't really going to move around you. So he has to do a better job at some points trying to find those spaces. And I saw him on the defensive end doing that. I saw him even at right back because uh, Lord knows where Marie or whoever was replacing him at that point was. And then Yule kind of had to step in Calvin. He did a good job of finding that space in between the right mid and center back. And then sometimes he'd find good spaces in the middle. But there were times on the attack I saw times where I would have just liked him to cut in a little bit more and draw defenders with him versus being up top and being in a quote-unquote good position. Absolutely love to see Buddha get in. Good to see another Stanford boy. What I loved about him is what I loved about Haji. They take players one-on-one. It's what I love seeing about Benji in this game. One very memorable play is he does a little step over, takes it down the byline, crosses it into a almost perfect ball of J-Bo. It looks like it was a little behind. I liked he's playing direct. Yes, the cross wasn't as direct. He's attacking players. He looks to be aggressive. I love that, and I want to see more of that from Buddha. Always great to see the GOAT get into. Love seeing Tommy Thompson get in, and I think he might be earning a starting spot very soon, but glad to see he's a consistent player for Alameda. Maybe get him in a little earlier next time. Now on to some of the other points and questions that are kind of concerning people. The whole Romady judson situation and what that midfield spot's going to be. If you guys remember from last season, Judson didn't play the first like six games. And when he did, he'd come on as a right back. Got to give it time. It's just, I think it's part of Alameda's system, getting players in. We all know Judson's a very good player for us. And he's a very consistent, at least on the defensive end. And it's tough because you have to, again, this comes back to my balance point. You have to look at the balance of the squad. I think he really suits us when you allow the other midfielders to get forward. 
And then when we have someone like Yule in, it allows Yule to play more of an attacking role while being a central mid. With Gregus, he is more of a central midfielder that isn't quite too attacking, but doesn't want to do the defensive work either, really in that central spot. And Romedi is a little bit more defensive-minded, will also play central. And then you have Montero and Trophies who are attacking midfielders. So that creates a good balance. Obviously, it's frustrating when you see our results and you're like, well, this isn't doing great. Maybe you throw uh, Yule in there with them, but then someone's got to sit out of the new signings, whoever you think it is, because then you lose Greg Goosh's uh, size, you lose his delivery. Montero's been great off the ball. You can lose Chofi, who we know what he can do. So again, it's finding that balance. And maybe you guys think Hudson should start over Romedi. I think Romedi offers, offers us more on offense. He wins more fouls, which I think, the combination of him winning fouls and Gregusha's delivery is a very deadly combo. We saw it in the second game of the season on the comeback win, how that can really help us. Sorry, comeback tie. Felt like a win, geez. Um, but yeah, trying to figure out where everyone goes. And I think that's the problem. Maybe, I think Beeson needs to get a start too. I think just after last week, maybe throw something in. Maybe even let Oscar Askren get a little bit of a run as a substitution. I want to see some subs like that uh, next week, too, we're playing a very good team coming up again, Minnesota United. They always have our number, and we're at United, another cold game. If we're up a bit, maybe throw an Asker and get a little defensive, maybe throw in some of the regular guys, maybe throw in Kate again. But if we're down or just just need to make subs, make subs, let's throw in those young guys again. Let's try it out. Maybe give Hudson a run, though. Let his legs be fresh. Let Romady rest a little bit. Because refs love giving him a yellow. And now this goes to my biggest point in the game. It just, what a disgrace from MLS and this refereeing. I, I get every team is going to complain when it doesn't go that way or they're going to say every call goes this way. And I, I try to be not biased about it, but I'm sure I really am. But this play here, uh, I'm going to put it somewhere on the screen. We're going to pretend here. It just, I, I, I need an explanation from the MLS how this is not, not only is it not a penalty, it wasn't a foul, it wasn't, a yellow card. I don't know how it's not a red. If you watch Bedoya, he does look at the ball, but then makes contact, uh, eye contact with Calvo to see where he's at. Karate chops in the neck. The other player who I, I don't have his name off the top of my head, he goes a little high too, but I can somewhat understand that. And in the box, you let a little bit more shoving go. But then to do that and then put him under concussion protocol in the sense that they weren't letting Calvo right back into the game, had to check him for different things. Clearly, you think he just got hit in the head. So you're like, what hit him in the head? A high elbow. I just need to know the logic on how that's all adding up. And a referee that was calling everything decides not to call that. It could have changed the game. It could have done a lot for us. I just, I don't understand it. Espinosa got a yellow early on for stepping on someone's foot accidentally on the run of play. That's not a yellow. They don't get a yellow for kicking the ball away. But we get a yellow for asking why. I just I and I get some stuff probably went our way too. I can think of one where one or two where they got yellow cards and I thought it was ridiculous. But it's this is two weeks in a row of disgraceful refereeing. I just don't understand it. Our first fan question of the day comes from It's a Football Life for Me, asking why why aren't we getting more of Utsen on the field? It could be an injury thing. I think it's a bit of a style of play thing. I think Romedi offers us a little bit more offense while being that defensive anchor. While Utsen is pure defense. But also, remember last season, for the first like six or so games, it really feel, felt like we didn't see Utsen at all. And when we did, it was at right back for a little bit. So I think Almeida is just kind of playing around, thinking long term, and just trying to feel things out right now. But I think we will be seeing him soon, especially after last game. Reese W. Lax asks, What are the concessions like at the stadium? Oh, they're amazing. 
kind of overpriced if I'm going to be a little honest, but I mean most sporting events are. I have I they're all locally owned as far as I know. Some of them are really really good. I've been fortunate enough to have some of them. I haven't had all of them, but I haven't heard anything bad. And the bar is state of the art. Again, everything is a bit more expensive because it's a sports stadium. Add a cheap owner, add Bay Area, can get a little expensive, but the immaculate vibes of the stadium cannot be beat. The pastor asked our final question, asking, is the Yule center back experiment done? I, I don't think so. I think Almeida likes to see things through, maybe too long sometimes. And I, I can see a future for Yule there. I just... I don't think now is the time to be implementing it. I think preseason and maybe a bit earlier would have been better. But especially with Nothin being out and it seems like Beeson's in the doghouse right now, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Yule there. And then when we need to go all out attack because we're down, <laughs> Yule will be pushed further up.